Have you ever wondered how people make money selling stuff on eBay? Well, stick around and hopefully I can show you how it's done. Welcome to the Boomer Casting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Johnson. So my story begins, I would say, early 2001. I went to work for a company and made friends with one of the guys that worked in the warehouse. We had some conversations and, and eventually it led to a side hustle that he had selling NASCAR memorabilia on eBay. And I'd heard of eBay but didn't really understand how it worked, but I was really interested in how he was doing this. And he was making some fairly decent money at the time. Um, I believe he was doing about $16,000 a year. So I began my adventure with eBay um, shortly after that. I tried selling a lot of different things. And of course, eBay back then is a lot different from what it is now. Um, I considered it the wild west of online selling. Um, there really wasn't PayPal. You had People could send you cash or checks or money orders, and you would wait until you got the money, and then you would ship the product to them. There was no buy it now. It was all auctions. So it really was the early days of e-commerce by just the average Joe. Now, through time, I, I dabbled in things that I knew something about, which the vast majority of that was electronics and internet-related computer-type stuff. And while I could make money when I could find products, the problem was finding products that I could sell. There wasn't a ready supply of products at that time um, to be able to make a consistent income with it. It was just kind of here and there. Um, maybe every other month or so, I'd find a handful of items that I could sell. Unlike today, where your yard sales and thrift stores are just loaded with old electronics and computer-related technology. Back then, there really wasn't much of it. I dabbled around with a few different niches, trying to figure out something that would work and that I could find a consistent supply of, but I just could never seem to find that one thing that would allow me to really push in, the, in that niche. Fast forward to 2011, and Thanks to my son and the girl that he was dating, we found out that her parents did eBay full time. And I was just fascinated by this because I just couldn't figure out how somebody could find something that would have a ready supply to keep their business going at a full, uh, full time income level. After hanging around with them for a few months, um, the husband finally talked me into doing what they were doing, which was selling used shoes. Now, that was something that I really thought was odd because who buys used shoes? Wouldn't you just throw your shoes away and go buy new ones? Well, turns out that their business was modeled very similar to like a consignment store. So mid to upper priced shoes were what they were after. And back then, it was a very lucrative business. And so what I learned was how to take these shoes, um, where to find them, first of all, how to know what was worth something and what was worth less, bring them home, and recondition them. 
clean them, polish them, whatever needed done to them. Um, so they looked the best that they could and then turn around and sell them and make money on them. And I started off with more of the lower end at first just to kind of get my feet wet, learn the processes, and then gradually work my way up into the high end uh, part of selling. And I did fairly decent uh, for quite a while. Um, didn't do it full time for several years, but I made enough that I was able to buy a brand new Canon camera, uh, paid for my car. So it was a nice side income, but it really wasn't enough for me to do it full time. I never seemed to quite figure out exactly what it would take to get full time with it. I knew it was a matter of numbers and volume but there just seemed to be something that was missing to get me to that point. Now, one of the things with selling on eBay was, is, I should say is, that they tend to mess with how things work on their site. So as an example, just as I was ramping up and getting things figured out on eBay and setting myself up to go full time with it, they completely redid their search algorithm in what they called Cassini search. This broke everything and for pretty much everybody for months on end. And it just seemed like everything was just in a total disarray. Nobody could count on sales anymore. They were up and down, they were all over the board. And so it took probably a good six months to a year for me to finally figure out what the heck was going on and what I needed to do to get back into consistent sales. So by the time I got all that figured out and, and ramped my sales back up, six months later, here they come, and they changed something again, and it totally screwed everybody up. And again, sales went to the basement, and I finally had enough of it. I, at that point, was full-time in it. I backed off from being full-time and found some other things to replace the income that I'd lost from eBay. eBay is a great place if you have in-demand items, and shoes will always be in-demand, Just it just depends on as to what level they are. More designer items tend to do better. Um, anything that you can get that is a higher priced item that you can sell at a lower cost, you're going to do well with it on eBay. So how do you exactly do you sell on eBay? Well, first of all, you have to set up an account. And that requires a little bit of time because you have to go through and fill out all the information, your tax information. If you're just a sole proprietor, then it's your social security number. If you have something like an LLC or a partnership, then you're gonna need a federal tax ID that you put in there. You're gonna need bank account information so that you can tie in your payments uh, to your account and, and receive money when people buy things from you. You have to determine, are you gonna just put up a few items every month and make some extra money, or are you gonna try and push for full time? Because that's gonna dictate whether you're a pay-as-you-go type seller, or are you gonna actually want a store? Now with the stores, there are three different levels. You have a basic store, which gives you a couple hundred listings a month and you get a little bit of break on your listing fees and your final value fees. There's a premier store, which gives you more listings and more discounts, and then there's an anchor store. And anchor stores are the most expensive, 
but you get the best breaks out of it. You get personalized service, personalized support, and things like that. I think the way the new algorithm works is you also get a higher priority in searches than the premier or the basic or the standalone seller. eBay really doesn't do well with auctions anymore. And pretty much the only time I use auctions anymore is just to, to liquidate stuff that's stale. I just want it gone, make a couple bucks, and it's out of here. This really isn't, you don't see the bidding wars like there was back, you know, 15 years ago where somebody would be fighting over a pink hippo salt and pepper shaker and, and running the 99 cent auction up to $100. It just, you just don't see that anymore. But with Buy It Now, uh, it's more like a true online e-commerce platform where you can list your item and just let it go and wait for that right buyer to come along and pay the price you want. There's a lot of different features. You can do promoted listings, um, which you dictate how much of a percentage of your selling price you're willing to pay to have that item promoted. And obviously, the more you're willing to pay, the higher up the promotion goes. I never went above 10%. There's best offer. So you list an item and, and you put it up at the, the high end of where you want that price to be. Uh, but you're willing to take less, so you put best offer, people will come in, and it's kind of a, I would say a 60-40, 60% of the people are going to do the best offer and make you an offer, and 40% are just going to buy it outright. You can combine auctions with buy it now. Uh, there's a lot of different features you can do, and there's a lot of different ways to do things that can kind of drive sales a little bit. Some things feed off of other things, and you kind of learn these as you go. But eBay has really, they've, they've struggled recently, and, and I think it's because they are trying to be or emulate Amazon, and that's really not what their core competency is. They are the garage sale of online selling. That's what they've been known for. That's what they've been for 20 years. But they keep chasing after Amazon and trying to change their platform to more closely resemble what Amazon does. The problem with that is they're not Amazon. They don't have warehouses across the U.S. that they can ship product to. So there's always that element of an individual seller that's going to affect the buyer's experience on the platform. eBay needs to stick to what they do best, which is, again, the online garage sale and quit chasing Amazon. Unless they are going to be willing to go out and do the FBA model and open warehouses across the country, they are never going to compete with Amazon. Having said all this, eBay is still a viable platform if you're looking to sell collectibles or replacement items, electronics, things like that. If you're more into fashion, then platforms like Poshmark may make more sense for you. The only issue with Poshmark is it's a social platform. So think of eBay plus uh, Pinterest. So the more active you are on the site, the better chances you have of selling something. So you really have to be interactive and share and comment and so on within that platform in order to keep your sales up and to show up higher in the search results. Mercari is another platform that you can use that will allow you to sell items, very similar to Poshmark, but it's more across the board like eBay is. One of the things I think that really 
Amazon's kind of led the industry in this and, and set the bar and expectation for buyers is the free shipping side of things. And it's all well and good when you're Amazon and you have FBA in the warehouses and you've negotiated deals with the post office. But when you're a little small seller on eBay, that free shipping really eats into your margins. And people don't quite understand how that works when they're a buyer. If, if they've never been a seller, they don't understand that side of it. And so I, I think as a consequence, a lot of people have shot themselves in the foot by trying to compete with that free shipping and have lowered their margins because of that. Personally, I charge shipping. I'm not doing the free shipping. It just, I just can't do it. I will let things go for less than what I would have normally sold them for and offer the shipping at the calculated rate and I still get sales. People will still buy from me even though I don't have free shipping. If you have what people want, they're going to buy it. They're not going to care if it's free shipping or not. But there is a caveat to that because if you have widget A and you don't have free shipping, somebody else has widget A but they do, if the price is very similar, they're going to take the free shipping one. It's just human nature. But that doesn't happen a lot. It does happen. But you're going to find that there are millions of listings on eBay. So you have a good shot at selling your item because yours may be found before somebody else. And there's a lot of factors that play into whether yours is found before the other one is. It could be you have a better feedback rating. You've been there longer. You have a store. Uh, you have auctions running, you do promotions. So all of these things tie together to dictate where in the search rankings you're going to show up. And just because somebody has free shipping and they're selling the same thing you are doesn't necessarily mean that that one's going to sell before yours does. So those are things to keep in mind when you start selling or if you're currently a seller and trying to, to improve your business. Those are things to consider when you're on this platform. And make your decisions based on your margin. Don't make your decisions based on what somebody else is doing. One of the things I see a lot of people do is they try to copy what someone else is doing. The problem with that is you don't know what they're paying for their product. You don't know what margin they need. And, and the list goes on. So to try and use the same model as someone else, you wind up shooting yourself in the foot. You pick your model and you go with the numbers that work for you. Just because Joanne's over here selling, you know, high top shirts and blouses at $50 a pop doesn't mean you can do it. You don't know how long she's been doing. What kind of customer base does she has? How, how many followers does she have? Does she use YouTube or have a podcast or Instagram or a Facebook page? All these things play in to how well a seller does. So you, you really can't. Just look at somebody and go, wow, they're doing great with this. I'm going to sell that too. Know your market. Know your margins. Make sure you operate in a manner that makes you profitable. Don't go chasing uh, gold at the end of the rainbow only to find out that it's being reflected off a piece of glass. I hope this has helped you out. I hope that this kind of will lead you um, to explore online selling opportunities, not just with eBay, but with Amazon, Amazon FBA, Mercari, Poshmark, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. There are so many venues out there for people to sell on 
that there's no reason why you can't make money doing this. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Until the next show, have a great day and we'll talk to you then.